Welcome to the Leeds Church Institute podcast. To find out more about the Leeds Church Institute, visit lcrleeds.org. Reverend Dr. Thomas Ord is a theologian, photographer and educator known for his work which centres on God's love and our responses and he joins us from Idaho, USA. Great. Well, thanks again for inviting me, Helen, and thanks to all of you for uh, joining us on this occasion so that we might think together, collaborate, pray together. Uh, As I think about hope in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of political strife in my country and yours, in the midst of all kinds of difficulties, both local and global, I think about the questions that are kind of overarching or macro or the bird's eye view, you might say, about how God may or may not be acting right here, right now, where we live, in our projects, in the work that we do. I began thinking about this some time ago, but when the pandemic hit, I was especially focused in on the kinds of explanations that I heard people giving for what God was up to or not up to in light of this virus going all over the globe, injuring, hurting many, killing some uprooting and and, um, and causing tension and chaos in our lives. Now, there were some who believed that this was God's plan for our world. For them, they said, God decides when you're going to live, when you're going to die. God decides if there's going to be a pandemic or no pandemic. And so it's totally up to God. God either caused this pandemic or God is allowing it. God could stop it single-handedly if God wanted to. But in some mysterious way, the pandemic and all the other difficulties we face really is what God wants. It's a part of the mysterious benevolent plan, you might say, a divine blueprint. I have difficulty with that explanation (laughs) for a number of reasons. Uh, I don't think God is in the business of causing unnecessary pain and suffering. I don't think God's in the business of killing people through pandemics. Um, I don't even think God's in the business of allowing things to happen as if God could just up and single-handedly fix them, but decides not to. I live in Idaho, and right behind my house, there's a, a stream that runs, and I have three daughters. And when they were younger, they would go out in the stream often and play. And I can imagine maybe some summer looking out my window and seeing my daughters playing. And perhaps my oldest daughter, Sydney, would have gotten upset or angry at my youngest daughter and and, and was so mad that she took her head, put it under the water, and tried to drown her. Now, suppose I see this happening, and I could run outside, jump in the stream, rescue my daughter, but I say, I'm not causing this. I think I'll just allow my oldest daughter to use her free will. Now, if I did this, no one in my neighborhood would think I was a loving father. My wife would not be happy with me because we all know that stopping the evil that can be stopped is something we ought to do. 
And yet many people think God didn't cause the pandemic, but God is allowing it as if God could stop it single-handedly. I find that view troubling. Other people explain the pandemic by saying, God's not involved. God's got a hands-off policy. God's out on Mars eating popcorn, watching us suffer or something like that. As if God is not engaged in our lives, but watches us from a distance. I have problems with that view as well, especially insofar as our key topic today, hope. If God, if a good and loving God is not involved day to day and it's all up to us, I tell you, there are a lot of days I get depressed. I am not hopeful. I see lots of negativity. I need to believe there is a God at work in the midst of all things working for what's good. So I've come to believe that, at least for my way of thinking, and perhaps some of you will find it attractive, that hope is never only God or only us. It's never entirely on God's shoulders or entirely on ours. Instead, I think of God as acting moment by moment, empowering us, inspiring us, calling us. But then we have to respond. We have a role to play. We are co-conspirators with God, co-laborers, to use the Apostle Paul's language. We have an essential role to play if hope is truly going to be hopeful. Now, I admit, sometimes I kind of wish God would just do it all. (laughs) You know, do all the work, get it done, so I didn't have to do any. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm especially in my country and the political strife that we've been in lately, I wish God would just step in, nail things down, and clean house. But that doesn't happen. Actually, what seems to be happening is that God is always at work, but relying upon us. And I sometimes like to think of this hope idea in terms of nouns and verbs. I think a lot of people think of hope as a noun, as a already finished, already settled predetermined, predestined. It's already in the bank, we might say. That way of thinking about hope suggests that what you and I do doesn't really matter. I mean, if it's already fixed, already guaranteed, already predecided, then, you know, our projects, the stuff you and I are doing in our lives, trying to make a difference, Well, ultimately, it doesn't matter because the end has already been predetermined. That's hope as a noun. I think hope is actually a verb. It's action. Hope rolls up your sleeve, gets involved. But it's not just you and me rolling up our sleeves, not just you and me doing the work as workers in the world. It's also God rolling up God's own sleeves. God is also a verb of hope, we might say. So today I want to suggest, as we think about our lives, the projects you and I are doing, this pandemic, the the joys and sorrows of our lives, and we think about what might be 
better in the future, that we imagine hope as a verb, hope as something we join with God in establishing in our personal lives, our families, our friendships, our communities, in relationship with those people who don't really like us or we don't really like, that hope is a verb that calls all of us to join with a God who empowers and inspires us for the good work God wants us to do. That's my suggestion today. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from the Leeds Church Institute. To find out more about the Leeds Church Institute, visit lcileeds.org.